Hi, thanks for joining us for Devotionables, brief devotions for busy people. My name is Gabriel. Today we are looking at Genesis 18 on a verse that gives me great comfort, and I hope it will bring you comfort as well. I hope it will. Uh, we, we've been doing the F260 Bible reading plan. So we've been reading through Genesis. We took a detour into Job. We're back in, and we're going to continue through Genesis, uh, looking at the most foundation, some of the most foundational chapters in the Bible. And so if, uh, I hope you're reading along, and it's not too late to jump in with us in the and we're, we're going to be, you know, you can get one of these plans online, or you can just Google F260 Bible Reading Plan, or go to nabc.org slash discipleship, find the plan, and jump in. And if you're, you're caught up, give us a thumbs up. And if, uh, you know, maybe you got behind, don't, you know, just jump into where we are. We'll just jump in wherever we are on the plan. And it's, again, it's not about checking off the boxes, though that is quite satisfying. It's about spending time with the Lord in His Word. So, here we go. Genesis chapter 18. Um, God has shown up. He has now told Abraham and Sarah that within a, a year, this time next year, they're going to have a child. And then as he begins to, to depart, uh, he's like, well, I'm going to talk to Abraham about something else. And he begins to, to tell Abraham about his intentions with Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, these were some wicked cities. And uh, the Lord knows their wickedness. The report had come to him. However, he gets his reports. And again, he doesn't need reports. He's omniscient. He knows everything. But he, he, you know, kind of in a human kind of way, talking to us, he hear, knows about the wickedness of Sodom and Gomorrah, so he, he's going to judge it. He's not going to judge it as he did all the earth through the flood, right? He's, he made that promise to never destroy the earth again that way, but he's going to judge these cities. And he's like, well, I'm not going to hide from Abraham what I'm going to do. And he begins to tell Abraham his intentions with these cities and how he's going to judge them. These happen to be the cities where Abraham's nephew lives, Lot. And Lot was on the scene, and, and they've gone their separate ways. Lot has set up camp. He and his family live in these cities. And so his Abraham knows this. He knows where Lot is, and so he begins to intercede with the Lord on behalf of particularly his family member, Lot. And so Abraham says this to the Lord in verse 23. Abraham drew near and said, Will you indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked? I mean, you think about a lot of things that go horribly wrong just as a result of living in a fallen world, right? You think about earthquakes that sweep up the righteous and the wicked. Hurricanes that godly people we know lose everything in hurricanes. You know, how can these things be happening, right? It's part of living in a fallen world. When we looked at Job, kind of pulled back a little bit of the curtain of God's sovereignty a little bit. That was helpful for us. And... As we see that Abraham is interceding on behalf of his, his nephew, I, I want to point this out to, a, a, I think, a line that's going to be very helpful for us as well. So Abraham asks, Suppose there are 50 righteous within the city. Will you then sweep away the place and not spare it for the 50 righteous who are in it? And this is the, the verse right here. I want us to take note of, either write it down, uh, text it to yourself. If you mark it in your Bible, I like to mark in it. Like circle it, highlight it somehow. Far be it from you to do such a thing, to put the righteous to death with the wicked, so that the righteous fare as the wicked. Far be that from you. And this is the phrase right here. Shall not the judge of all the earth do what is just? I was listening Dr. Tom Schreiner. Dr. Schreiner is at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, and he was speaking one time about the... The hard way of, like, when you lose a child, whether it be through a miscarriage, a young child, and, I mean, I, I saw my grandparents bury my dad, no matter how old your child is, right? That's not 
how it's supposed to be to have to bury a child. And particularly as Dr. Sharma was thinking about young children, do, do young children, babies, miscarriage, do those babies go to heaven? And, you know, and looking at different Bible verses to try to kind of create a theology, what we would say happens there. And this is one of the verses that Dr. Schreiner appealed to. And it has ministered to me deeply, not only in, in the sense of what I might say to someone who's lost a child, but just in things that are hard in life. Will not the judge of all the earth do what is just? Or will he not do what is right? As we've been reading through Genesis, and I've told you, and I'm, I'll say this many times, you'll get tired of hearing it. This is a book, this is a story about God. We're learning about God, His character, His faithfulness. He's making all these promises. We've seen how He has delivered on these promises. And this is something we are, again, Abraham telling us, God is in control. He is the creator. He is the ruler of everything. He will do what is right. Now, when we're looking at something, we're looking at it, with a finite mind. We're looking at it with understanding that with the, it's been tinged and tainted by sin. God, in control, He sees it perfectly. He knows what must happen with all things. And the thing is, we, we have shown Himself faithful. He is good. He is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-wise. And so whatever is going on in your life, you can trust the God of the Bible, Yahweh, to do what is right and what is just, and is ultimately for your good and His glory. Will not the judge of all the earth do what is right? Unequivocally, yes, He will. You can trust Him. Praise God. Blessings on you today.